<laughs> bonus episode. Great new bonus episode music, Nikki. I'll be honest. I don't know why you're calling it a bonus episode. This should be season two, episode one. No. It's, <laughs> we're taking a week off from talking about albums, and instead we're going to be discussing the 63rd annual Grammys. The Grammys. Yes. The thing that the show is named after. No, no, completely unrelated. Uh, we are non-suable. We just love our grandmas. That is Lem- where the name comes from. Uh, I love my grandma. I'm sure, Nikki, you love your grandmas. I don't have a grandma. Um, and to be honest, I never did. I think they died before I was born. Well, you- <laughs> sorry. You know, my, my, uh, my grandma, I'm sure she'd accept you. Aw, please adopt me. Yes. As grandchild. Uh, so yeah, the Grammys were last night. Yeah, they were last night. We um, watched them. We did, in fact, watch them. Um, a nondescript streaming service that I will not give free advertising to. Lamau. What I found funny, and I know we talked about this last night, but what I found funny is that we were, um, Andy and I, we we watched it together. We we both were using the streaming service online and uh, we're watching it uh, while while on Facetime and. Um, I found it interesting how they were playing different ads for us uh, at certain points of the of the of the event. Um, like you would get a like a Toyota ad, and then I would get like something for like a Lincoln. Um, yeah, it's really <laughs> just classes. Is what I'm <laughs> Maybe so. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but I would. Oh, well, I we should we start? Watched, yeah, we only watched the actual award ceremony. We didn't actually watch Not the, like, pre-show. the pre-show or the red carpet tour. I'm sure it was good though. I I was I was doing other stuff. I have a life, you know. Yeah, I don't care about I, the Grammys that much. I care about it enough to sit through the four hour. Ceremony. You know, yeah, it sucked. That it was four. It was like three and a half hours. It was disgusting. Um. It definitely did not need to be, but I know that they needed to. They they have to pan it out for the advertisers or whatever. Yeah. Um, I found. You know, I find that the Grammys. I mean, this is not a. This is not really a hot take or anything, but. Um, I think the Grammys are becoming less and less relevant over time. Um, one because obviously they are. Uh, because they're not keeping up with like modern music, and they're not. I mean, talk about the whole like weekend scandal that was going on. Um, they're not really actually paying attention to what's happening. But also, like, I think that um, you know, with the advent of streaming and with just more like uh, indie and and DIY producers out there that are doing that are making money and like and are self sufficient from you know uh, like a non industry based like you know uh, career. I think that like the Grammys are not actually representative of like what people are actually listening to or like what is actually the best. Not that it ever was, but I mean, like, I, I don't know. I thought that I, I think that the Grammys, like the actual like awards given had more legitimacy some decades ago. But now people are kind of especially with the past, like the 2010s were kind of a, a decade of, of snubs and 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 uh, disappointments. Um and now, but I think that, you know, it, 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 it was once great, but now not so much. Well, you bring up a good point of not being able to keep up with things, because um, yeah. I want to do a quick aside before we go into the full awards. To talk about our sponsor of no, today's show. No, <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> no, uh, I want to talk about something completely unrelated to the Grammys. 
Uh, I want to take a quick second to continue my crusade against shitty old white men in rock music. <laughs> Gene Simmons, uh, the, <laughs> the singer for Kiss, he said some dumb shit yesterday. Yeah, what'd he say? He said that rock music was dead because of boy bands like NSYNC and BTS. And, uh, no, you're just sad and old. Is that the quote? Are you, do you have the quote up? It, no, but it was pretty much that. It, that yeah. he, so, so, I don't know. Let's, let's just take a second to remember that probably the biggest boy band of all time, the Beatles, uh, are pretty much what brought modern rock to the United States of America. So maybe, Gene Simmons, you're just old, and no one cares about you, and you kind of suck, and your band only had, like, one okay song. That's kind of annoying. So, I don't know. Keep your weird juggalo face paint to yourself. Lamau. You know, I think, um... That reminds me of, um... Uh... Like, semi-related. Uh, I don't know if you saw this in the news, but, um... The lead singer of Maroon 5, what's his name? Adam Levine. Yes. Um, he, he was in an interview, and he talked about how he's sad that there's, like, no bands anymore. Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I, it's kind of like a weird, like, two side, like, different sides of the same coin or something like that. Like, like Gene Simmons says there's, like, uh, all boy bands are ruining rock music, but then... Rock is dead, yeah. And But then Adam Levine is like... There's not enough bands, so there's no music. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Um, it's, it's weird how these like two. I mean, they are they are like you know, industry insiders, I guess. And so like they're I don't, not but, though. They're just they've reached the top and they're looking around at the top and they're like, hey, no one else is here. What the hell? <laughs> and, that, and they're just kind of out of touch. And you know that I think that fits really well with the theme of the Grammys of being out of touch. Yeah. Because uh, I want to go into the first major award of the night. Uh, best okay. New Artist. Oh, uh, that was, um, who was that? That was uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Stallion. Which, listen- not, she deserved it. She deserved it. Yes. 100%. Let me get the Grammys up. But um. our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful queen, Phoebe Bridgers, won zero yeah. awards! None! Yeah, that, that does suck. I, I will say I'm really kind of not happy with that. Um, the only upside is now that Elton John will now commit assault. Thank you. You know, I find it... Um, I, I think it's really interesting how Phoebe was nominated at all. Um, because, like... That I mean, Punisher was an amazing record, but like yes. no doubt, you know. Um, but like, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm surprised that like the industry gave a shit about that record. Um, and so I'm surprised that she got I, what was it like three nominations? Four, uh, yeah. four, four nominations, um, four categories. Like that's really like I mean that's a good. Th- I mean that's the only like you know to to kind of contrast with my previous point like you know phoebe bridgers is like not part of the quote-unquote industry in that she really just kind of came up out of nowhere she is the indie artist like um of at least of 2020 um but like uh, i yeah i don't know i I, i'm i'm glad that she was nominated but i i i thought i honestly thought if they're gonna like introduce her into the into the world that they would actually give her the the nod but um but apparently not I mean, I'm sure she'll win something in the future now that her name is on the list, quote unquote. I hope so. I hope they don't forget about her. 
Um, cause there's, there's a, there's a bad habit of, of like best new artists kind of disappearing. Um, uh, but honestly, there's even more of a bad habit of, uh, best new artists that are nominated, not being new artists, um, which some of yeah, these Megan, the stallion in her little video thing said that like, she, I've been doing this for years. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I would consider myself like, like, I'm not like, I guess I'm not a new artist if I if you're talking about me, uh, because like I'm doing music for a minute, but like, but the first I don't I don't know what the new, um, what the new this category recognizes an artist new to the top forties, I guess. But I'm but okay, but that but even still, Noah Cyrus was nominated, and Noah Cyrus had a a hit single like a top forty single, what in 2016 with Labyrinth, um. I, I, I want to read the, 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 the description of it. This category recognizes an artist whose eligibility year releases uh, achieved a breakthrough, release or releases, achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably impacted the musical landscape. Um, that's such an interesting, like, uh, criteria to put Noah Cyrus in. Like, and I don't mean to harp on Noah Cyrus. Like, I'm, you know, she makes fine music, whatever. But, like, I, I, there's been new artists, like, it's not just hers, but there's pre- plenty of previous artists in the past year. K, K. Trinata has been making electronic music for, like, five plus years now. Um, and, like, his records have made significant impacts on the, uh, in, in the musical landscape and in the public consciousness. And what does public mean, you know? Like, I didn't hear about any of, like, half of these people. Ingrid, Ingrid Andrus, I think is country. Yeah. Chica, um, D Smoke, um, you know, I, I, I don't know any of those, of uh, those cats. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it just means the only cat I know who, is Doja who, uh, knocked on the right doors at this point, man. That's the thing. The, the grant, this is, it's just the Grammys don't matter anymore. Yeah. Can you name, can like, just as a thought experiment, can you name an, a, like a, a, a new, like what you would call a new artist that might belong in the category for 2020? Hmm. Is there any like any breakthrough artists that like you think entered the public consciousness and and you know uh, impacted the landscape? Uh, I don't know about impacted, but new artist. I guess you could say Barty Strange. Barty Strange. That yeah, was, he was yeah, on was, Seth Meyers and all. Yeah, that was a good record. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying I don't know, to scroll like, through my listening, but yeah. Thinking about like some of the bands I listen to, like if. The front bottoms like got nominated. Do you think they'd get nominated for best new artist, even though they've been doing music since like two thousand six? Yeah, because like they've never been nominated for a Grammy. They, not that they ever would be, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, I might give it to, or I might would give a nomination to um, all all Oliver Tree. Like he had a great record last year. Um. Oliver Tree was really good. Also, mm-hmm. Poppies, I disagree, significantly impacted like metal and pop, isn't that, pop and metal. Isn't that what? the crazy lady from YouTube? Um, she's not crazy. She's an actress. Uh, crazy lady from YouTube. Okay, yeah. You knew, maybe so. Is, I, we're talking about the same person. Got it. <laughs> um, or even honestly, like I know you don't really care about this artist, but Dorian Electra. Releasing no that is. my my agenda. You should really, if you want to know what the future of pop music sounds like, Andy, Dorian Electra's My Agenda is a significant uh, step in the direction of where pop music is going. Because um, I, you know, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't harp too much on it. But like, it's it's 
like there's there's so many artists out there and like I get like you can't name them all but like I guess like in my mind like when you say into the public consciousness like what like who wh- which public because you're not like are you talking about the American public are you talking about the south are you talking about like east coast west coast are you talking about the world um and notably impacted the musical landscape I feel like it's just such a broad general thing that you could put you could put anyone in there Shit, you could put me in there for Geminitis. Like, yeah, I, I mean, don't, it's not, I don't, what, was it, what does it mean, you know? It means nothing. The Grammys mean nothing. Maybe so. Uh, do you, actually, I want to talk about, uh, Kanye won an award. He did win an award, didn't he? Uh, uh f- yeah. Fuck what Kanye. Was it? Now, I know, now listen, Andy. It was like best contemporary Christian. Yeah, it was a Christian album. an album that I don't think a lot of people even liked. That's that's the funny part to me is that like you know I I, I I'm a Kanye c- consumer I'm not like I won't call him a fan okay you can you can't say that because uh, for everyone watching and listening Andy does not listen to a single he has not heard a single Kanye West song in his life so he doesn't know how good it is um, or how good it can be sometimes or how good it used to be but like listen his last record like changed my life what um with with um uh with kid cuddy kid see ghost like that was an amazing record that was uh, that uh, that really was something to behold but then like he drops fucking jesus is king and i was just so like there's just nothing here you know there's nothing going on here um and then it wins this at record i was like okay like kanye peed on a grammy like four months ago yeah that's funny then he he did do that didn't he Mm-hmm. And they gave him another. So that it really just confirms that uh, I doing this podcast will never not qualify for a Grammy because well, yeah, if he can pee on one and say how much he hates them, I... did he say he hates the Grammys or did, well, I mean, that, I guess like, if he's pissing insti- on it, the institution is fucked. Which isn't like a new take. I know yeah. that the weekend had some stuff this year with that because it was his year. Yeah, essentially 2020. Well, let me well, let me let me speak on that for a second, because like. Now, I again, Andy, I know you're not like super into like top 40 or like, you know, that lane of music, but like the weekend, like by most metrics had the most successful year of any artist. I, for Christ's sake, he performed in the Super Bowl this year because he was so good last year. He had. He he had um I believe I saw a headline that was um his song uh, Blinding Lights had was on the Billboard Top 100 for 52 weeks straight an entire year since its release which is the first time that's ever happened for any artist ever uh in America at least for the Billboard chop charts um that's a big deal uh and his record like I listen to I think it's great you know it's a it's a decent record it's probably his best one and I and I love Starboy that was a great one too um but uh the fact that he had z- zero zero nominations he made such an impact he made an absolute impact on the musical landscape last year and the record was so well well mixed too it it could have been record it could have been album it could have been song like there, there were so many great, great things from the weekend, and so like I'm not like I'm with him, you know, like not that he cares what I think, but I, I'm with him. <laughs> I like um I, I I saw a quote that was like he called it because of the secret committees. 
I will not be g- submitting any Grammys for consideration anymore, any forever. Um, I like that term secret committees makes it feel like there's like a deep state in the Grammys, which honestly, probably there is. Like we're just inventing all of these, you know, we just invent like uh, accreditation. You know what I mean? And we invent validation uh, as a society. This is not just the Grammys. This is for like the, the Oscars or, or any award or anything. But we just like invent as a society like these things that we all just like kind of agree like oh yeah these are this is like the 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 thing that this is the criteria that is like yeah you are successful in your field or whatever or you made an impact um but then like you have to keep that legitimacy alive so yeah you invent these like this goddamn cabal uh (laughs) in order to maintain that legitimacy but you're so blinded by your own hubris that you you end up becoming um you know, insignificant and like, you know, non, non impactful, like, like the Grammys, you know? So you, yes, the weekend. Yes. Abel don't, 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 don't bow down to the man of the yeah, Grammys. The man sucks. That being said, we have a show about them where we talk about them every week. So <laughs> we're fun. Yeah. I mean, we've listened to some stuff that definitely does not in our heads qualify as probably the best album of that year i think it's always been that way and only now are we just seeing that because it's quote-unquote the mainstream like what is the grammys yeah like come on some of the stuff that's like it's not like all timeless classics like not for nothing but nick of time as much as i didn't like it it's like (laughs) it's not an album people cite all the time no Although she was name dropped, in she this, was. Uh, yeah, I think it was for pop pop album. Yeah, she wasn't there, but you know. Yeah, where the hell was Bonnie Raitt, huh? I, I you know, with uh, with the epidemic or pandemic, whatever the fuck. The, uh, the I think that the guest list was a bit short. Damn. Um. Before we like continue with like the other like wins, like I word um, from our sponsor. No, um, <laughs> what did, I, 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 I just want to get your thoughts. Like, what did you think overall of the, of the event of the, of the, of the show? Like the, the, the performances, so like, long? yeah, it really was long, wasn't it? It was. And it, like, it usually it is like three hours, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the performances long. were fine. We didn't, I didn't watch the Harry Styles one, but every girl I follow on social media thinks it's God's gift to mankind. So Lamau, uh, BTS also performed. Uh, I think they did a phenomenal job. BTS is great. Uh, anyone who doesn't think BTS is great is smoking crack. Uh, by far the best performance of the night. Um, I'm being serious. You can take me at face value. Okay, I knew you get it. You're not. You didn't. I thought the BTS was fine. I thought the BTS was a good yeah, performance. Yeah, it was like they were. I don't know. They were all capital F fine, except for BTS, which was phenomenal. Um, um like uh, my, the, WAP, the WAP performance didn't need to happen. Like it was just. Wet, Andy wet, wet, hates wet. women. First Andy all, the incel. First of all. <laughs> Which of us gave Lauren Hill a higher score, huh? 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 <laughs> you got me there. Um, <laughs> uh, I I think the best performance, the best uh song like that was performed was the I think it was the li- little baby performance. 
um, which was like the Black Lives Matter type yeah. of. Um, that was thing. a cool uh, performance, quite honestly. Like the like setup for it. Yeah, it was just like a very. It was very like cinematic how it was portrayed and like the. It was like a. It was kind of like a three D stage. Yeah. Because you were like kind of in it and the camera was following. So, um, and then there's a there was a there's a performance from Killer Mike. Killer Mike is a great rapper. Um, I love I love his music, especially with with RTJ Run the Jewels. Very good. And then fireworks at the end kind of sucks for L.A., but, you know, here we are. Yeah. You know, uh, Mickey. Yes. Uh, we haven't talked about the main part of the show yet. The host, Trevor Noah. Yeah. What did you think of Trevor Noah? He did not do a great job. You don't think so? No, I didn't. I don't. I wasn't like entertained Trevor? by him. I thought he was all right. I think that. um. You know, I, I love, I, I do like Trevor Noah. I, I, I see some clips of The Daily Show when they pop up in my feed. Um, you know, I think he's pretty funny, but I was a little confused as to why he was hosting, um, just because I didn't think this was something that interested him. Um, I mean, if the paycheck's big enough. I suppose. Um I you know you got me there but uh, I yeah I don't know I, I I think he did like a I think he did, did just like a regular job you know like I wouldn't call it a bad performance I think it was just pretty pretty neutral yeah. is how I got from him I mean I don't know he seemed like the kid who finally got to sit at the cool kids table and like ran with it <laughs> and ran with it he seemed overly excited he wasn't well, yeah. not laid back I guess yeah all right, I'll take it. So, c- continuing down some of the bigger awards, uh, Billie Eilish won Record of the Year. Yes, I'm so happy. I that was the one I was rooting for. Um, that one or Don't Start Now. Also, Savage would have been good. Um, that they, that one, um, a different different award. Um, I really I really love this song, Andy. And, like, I know that people were up in arms about, like, them, Billy and Phineas, like, getting, like, a billion Grammys last year. Um, but I do think that this song is very well-deserved, especially after... It, partially due, due in part to winning all of those Grammys last year. Because the, 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 the context of the song is, is all about, like, kind of getting everything you want and it's not really being you know, enough. But then it's also, like, a love song. So it's, it's, there's a lot of themes of, like, you know, Billy experiencing fame and tragedy and, and, and loss while simultaneously, like, expecting to be getting all the things that she wants, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, I mean, but this is for record, and, like, as a record, as a song, like, or as a mix, very well, I think it's a great mix. Um, and I love the, the, the production, the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really, I think it's really well-deserved. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nikki, I, I don't have a lot of context for what it was up against, uh, aside from like some of the songs they play on the radio at my work. I will say um, a strong contender for, for like in terms of the engineering and the mixing would be Dua Lipa's Don't Start Now, which is just so incredibly punchy. Um, it's, it's punchy and and uh, like just a beautiful um, just beautiful effects that are put on the engineering end of it. Um, Circles by Post Malone is also really good. Um, we got hey, we got Mandy Mar- Manny Mariquin on the on the engineering end. Uh, your favorite Andy. Um, uh, Savage again. That that was like a decent song. I wouldn't really. Ha- I don't have much to say about in terms of the mixing. You know. Um, Say so by Doja Cat. 
You know, that I'm, one sp- I- I'm gonna be honest. I I really think that one should have won because like that Say song so? just yeah, it took over last summer and like October. It, it was did, just didn't it? A big song. It was a big song. Um, it, yeah, it was all right. Um, I I I don't know. I don't know also, if you. Yeah. On a different note, uh, that song also lost to Harry Styles for Watermelon Sugar, which, what, what, that's, I, listen, I, Harry Styles makes fine music, his album is fine, but uh, Watermelon Sugar is not a good song, it's, it's kind of boring as far as pop songs go. I know it's Harry Styles and he, he's an erotic figure for many of women, but, but <laughs> it's just, it's a song about eating, eating. And Ben uh, Shapiro. Yes, eating women. And eating listen, women, um, nom nom. Andy wants to eat women. <laughs> my mom never <laughs> finds this podcast. I don't want to hear me say these naughty words. <laughs> but no, like, I listen. I that's that category was up. It had some big stuff in it. And watermelon sugar. I don't know. That song's boring. I, I listen, Andy. I I think we can both agree. We can. We'll take watermelon sugar over yummy by Justin Bieber. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad um, yummy didn't win. <laughs> I yummy is not. I'm like you know. I I try not to be so negative. I don't know if that's actually true. Um, I would like to not be negative, but like yummy is not a great track. Did like you, it's not a good song. Yeah. Did you see how hard he tried to make that song go platinum? Yes. Like he really got like he was like, hey guys, just like put it on repeat and keep the the the. The, just um, leave the room and keep it on repeat while you're at work. Like, yeah, support the fa- like. Ah, it's just that's so. Why are you trying to cheat the system? You're already Justin Bieber. Yeah, like, have you seen his house? It looks like a supervillain mansion. <laughs> yeah, like you really don't need all that. Um, I think Cardigan would have been a nice a nice win. Um, for the if we're going to pop solo performance again, everything I wanted by Billy that was a good one. I yeah, honestly, so, what? No, go, 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 go. I was just going to say, like, I think if I were actually to give, like, in terms of pop, a pop solo performance, I would give it to Dua Lipa. I think Don't Start Now is an amazing pop song. Which one is that uh, again? Don't, don't show up, don't come out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. song's a bop. It is a bop. And that's, like, I, I think, like, that's more of a, I think that's a stronger, like, performance than Harry Styles, in my opinion. I would um, agree. It's just a more fun song, you know. I always view the genre of pop as like supposing to be fun. Yeah, kind of, kind of like uh, ska. Uh, to <laughs> keep this, uh, the Grammy Boys bingo card, uh, mention of ska. But yeah, it's Andy, it's let's like make a, a bingo card. Make a bingo card for people to yeah play along with. Week. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it should. Watermelon Sugar is just such a song that does nothing for me. I like, there's a, if I'm being honest, there's another Harry Styles song that I like a lot more than Watermelon Sugar. I don't think it was a single, though. No, um, no, it was like the other single. I think they were like, they're kind of released around the same time. Um, oh, it was the fourth, it was the fourth single from Fine Line, the album. Oh, it was Adore You. Adore You is the single. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but that was released. Oh, it would have made the cut. Um, it was released. December 6th and Watermelon Sugar was released 15th of May Um, but I liked Adore You way more like I I thought that was a much more interesting song Um, and I love his performance his vocal performance there I think is way more captivating than Watermelon Sugar Um, Watermelon Sugar uh, (laughs) 
Anyway. I don't know, man. Watermelon Sugar. I, I can complain about this song more. I don't know. Anyway, we've we've, we've upset Anna far too much. By Anna doesn't point, listen so. to this. Anna, if you're listening <laughs> to this, I want you to send me a text message saying Gleep Glap Schnorp or some dumb shit. Anna, we love you. Um, shout out to Anna. I hope you're doing well. Anyway, what what else what else should we cover? Um, uh, well, we can go to the thing that affects us the most. No, we're not there yet. Let's not go there to yet? the end. Um, well, I'm just kind of scrolling through the the wins. Oh, oh future. Nas- Fiona Apple won best alternative <laughs> album for uh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which I think is really cool. I think that album was very fun. Definitely a deserved win, even though I think that beat out Phoebe Bridgers in that category. It did. It did uh, beat out Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, and I think um, Fiona Apple also won for best rock song. She did for Shamika, um, yes. and that was a good song. I like that. Um, yeah, I would have given it to 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 Shamika. I think Shamika is a good track. Gosh, there's so so many awards, and like there was only like ten, like eight that were fucking given out. Yeah. It's not like awful. Um, Honestly, if I were gonna win an award, I'd rather win one that was before not, the actual show. Not broadcast, so I can go home and take a nap. Yeah, like okay, it's cool that I'm in the same room as Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift, but I want to go home and put on sweatpants and eat Cheetos. Best rap album, Nas for King's Disease is interesting. Um, but honestly, it's the best out of all of the nominations that I don't know what they are. It should have gone to Freddie Gibbs. Um, best rap song given to, to Savage. Uh, I guess we should mention, like, hey, good for Beyonce for having the most Grammys for any woman um, ever. Pretty epic. Um, yeah, beating out our beloved Grammy boys icon, Quincy Jones. I think... I think they're tied. Or no, no, Are no. They tied? I um, I think she she has the most as a woman. Um, but ah. I think Quincy still has like a like thirty or so. Um, but she's Tragic. she's but she has the most out of any woman at least. I know this for sure. And I just I thought it was funny. Um, if you remember when when Savage won, that was before that she made the history because she had. Because then she had just tied with with most Grammys. So when Trevor Noah was like announcing it, they were already leaving the stage, and Trevor was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Please don't leave the stage before you leave the stage. I have to. We have to say this." Um, and like he's saying, like we're we are about to make history if she wins one more. Like he's like announcing it like as a precursor. Um, and meanwhile, Beyonce's kind of looking at him, and like he she does not know what's going on. She's like, just like, what is happening? And then like when she finally when he finally like when she it registers, she kind of like opens her mouth like the Pikachu meme, like oh you know like oh I'm about to win all the Grammys. What? Um. I just thought that was really interesting. And then she won, and then like she had like her like her like hands over her face. She's like, oh my god, I have the most Grammys. That's really crazy. But yeah, fetch the bolt gutters. We got over that. Um Poppy did not win best metal performance, which I'm mad. Blood Money was an amazing track. It should have won. I'm sorry. Um I I saw this on Twitter. It's worth mentioning. Um the best dance electronic album was won by K. Trinata for his album Bubba, which I personally disagree with. Um, I think it should have gone to Planets Mad by Bauer or even uh, Kick, Kick One. 
by Arca. Um, but it's worth mentioning, I saw this headline, that Kei Chinata is the first, I believe the first um, black person to win for Dance Electronic, which is um, really fucking sweet because uh, black people were a major contribution to electronic and dance music. Um, disco was started by, uh, disco in America was started by black culture and by queer black culture. Um, and the fact that like no black artists have won this particular uh, award until now, kind of trash, but I am glad that it has finally happened um, for Kate for Trinata. Uh, Kitchener is a very good artist. Give give him a go if you don't mind. Um, that's all I have to really say about that. Yeah, fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Grammys. Um, hey, you know what? At least they got rid of the Urban Contemporary album. Um, uh, kind of was having enough of that. You could just listen if you want to just call it like fucking black music. Just call it black music, but you don't have to fucking dance around like urban contemporary i don't know what they ch- they changed it to something um or like they inter in they integrated something new but it was not it was not it, it didn't help um just like how they changed world music the world category to global music and they think that they just fucking cured racism um rain on me won best pop duo group performance which i'm really happy for i think that's the best in terms of like an actual collab, I think that's the best performance out of out of the bunch. We have uh, is what what's that? Is that rain on? Yeah, rain. Uh, rain on. I love it, Chuck, but at least I'm in love. Yeah, rain on me. That's a great song. That's a great song. It's a, the other a great pure pop song. What I'm learning um, is all of these songs got played on the radio station at work, and I that's my only. <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah. Um. Intentions by Justin Bieber featuring Quavo. No. Um, BTS Dynamite, it was okay. Exile. It was great. It was great. (laughs) BTS Dynamite, it was a great song. We loved it. It should have won. It was snubbed. Lamau. Um, Exile featuring Taylor uh, Taylor Swift featuring Bionna Vera is a good song, but yeah, I think it it, should have gone to rain on me. Um, all right, let's 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 finish this up with the big four, or we are the last two of the big four that we haven't talked about. Song of the year. Yes. Song of the year um went to uh I can't breathe by her. Yeah. Um I'll be honest I haven't really heard this song. Neither but, have I. Um but I I from what she talked about in the in the speech and and I think they were playing a little snippet of it as she was going up like yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it was an important track and uh, like a good track. Um I'm sure it was catchy too. Um I would have preferred it gone to as a song, I would have probably given it to Everything I Wanted Again or Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Um, I do want to talk about this one. Um, this, this one of the nominations, which is If the World Was Ending by Julia Michaels and J.P. Sachs. I've never um, heard No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Spotify. No, you haven't, and you really shouldn't listen to it. It oh. makes me so mad. You can give it a listen if you want. But, like... Um, Here's why this track bothers me. Oh, this, this track is was a like, white person track. Just looking it's a, at the it's, cover. Oh, it's a very white person track. Well, here's the thing, Andy. Uh, it's 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 a love song. It, basically, the lyrics are like, "If the world was ending, would you would you hit me up? Would you come oh, over?" Oh, it's that song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That yes, song it's sucks that song. Dick. 
Here's here's the problem with it. Here's the problem with it that bothers me and why I it actually makes me a little mad that this was even nominated. Um this track was released in 2019. Yes. It got big during 2020. Uh while the world was ending. Um and the fact that the, uh, first of all, like context aside, it's a horribly it the, the lyrics are so drab. They're so just they're they're the most like millennial like uninspired track like lyrics like they're just so they're trying so hard to be like Ariana Grande lyrics you know like they're trying so hard to be fucking Britney Spears in this bitch you know like it's so, they're trying so hard to just be so ultra generic that it makes my skull bleed um and the fact that like this song even like exists and people they they were blasting this on on the radio because they're like yeah people will totally relate to this track you know like when well, it's such a, it's 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 well here's the thing it's just it's such a shallow shallow uh interpretation or it's a it's a shallow way to resonate with the very serious thing that is going on right now and i just think that the fact that you're going to give it a nod to be like yeah if it won, I wouldn't even know what to do. I would be so mad. Like, you're going to give this song, If the World Was Ending, Song of the Year? That's, that's, that's so trashy. I'm so glad it didn't win. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm giving it um, shit right now because even though it didn't win. Um, but I just, I really needed to, I, I, someone needed to hear that, which is that this is not a good, like, it's not a good track. It's not, it should have been nominated. It should have been pulled off the shelves, pulled off the radio stations. Does not deserve a Grammy. Absolutely not. Julia Michaels, I like her music. I, I like some of the music, but some. But this was not. This was not a good song. So bad. I'm. I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. Okay, I'm done. Angry. Wah, wah. Can we talk about the award that affects us now? Yes, we can talk about the award. Listen, we had we had to talk. We had to go through the list. You yeah, know? yeah, We yeah. had to go through the list. It's ladies and gentlemen, uh, surprising absolutely no one except me. Yeah, except Nikki for some fucking reason. <laughs> Taylor Swift is the first ever female artist to win Album of the Year three times after three men have already done it. Men. She won for Folklore. And you know what, Nikki? I'm going to go out and take place bets now. She's at okay. the very least next year going to be nominated forevermore. You think so? I a thousand percent think so. Um, yes, yeah, she might get a nod. I'm a, I, don't, I don't think she'll win, but I think she'll get a nod. So for this category, uh, it was the only choice because every other album. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about the albums. Yeah, um, sure. Well, the ones that I at least let's get rid of the ones that I know that we don't really care for. Um, Shilombo by Janae Aiko. I do like Janae. I like some of her older stuff. I didn't really hear this one. I'm not a fan. Uh, Black Pumas by Black Pumas. Deluxe, deluxe edition. <laughs> the deluxe edition got the Thank nod. God. <laughs> the regular um, edition? Trash. Yeah, but the deluxe, that's where the tracks are really slap. Um, that's actually, wait, quick aside, that's kind of weird to put specifically the deluxe edition, because that implies that the, the original cut, like the original edition, wasn't enough to get the Grammy. Or, like, were the deluxe tracks so good that they, that was a thing? I don't, it's weird, like, why? Well, the deluxe usually implies that it's like the, the the previous, like it's kind of like a extra bonus tracks, you know. But like I don't, I don't know. It's weird that, that you put the deluxe edition for that. Um, 
also deluxe editions are trash anyway, so whatever. Uh, Coldplay, Everyday Life. Thank God this didn't win. I didn't want to listen to this. I didn't well, want to talk. I about don't it. even think he was there. So good. Um, anyone's I also didn't know about. No, okay. I believe it's pronounced Jesse, Volume Three by Jacob Collier. Now, shout out to my good friend Ellie. Um, I hope that she is well. I hope you're well, Ellie. I know how much you love Jacob Collier. I'm, I, you know, this, this, you know, this record didn't really hit it for me. But I think that if I do have to give a nod to Jacob because he is introducing a lot of harmonic elements into pop music that I think not a lot that, that nobody else is doing, which I think is really great. I know you're not much of a harmony guy, Andy, but I, I think that Jacob Collier, he, he, is, he is doing some really good stuff right now. So it's nice that he got the nod. He should have got Best New Artist, if I'm being honest. I, I would have given that to him even. Um, Hiam, Women in Music Part 3 is a great record. It's a great record. I've listened uh, to none of these except... I've listened to none of these, end sentence. I, yeah. Well, I, I got you. Uh, Hiam, that was a great record. Beautiful, beautiful tracks. Um, Future Nostalgia. Dua Lipa also is a great, great track, or a great, great record, a great album. I love that one. Um, I might have given it to that one, to be honest. Um, Hollywood's Bleeding, uh, not good as an album, but good. There's some good tracks on there. And then Folklore, the winner. Did you, you didn't listen to this. Nope. But now, well, but now you're going we're gonna, to. In the month uh, of May, when we listen to all of Taylor Swift's albums, ladies and gentlemen, Maylor, coming this May. That's a great announcement. I, yeah. I'm tell. I'm once again. I have to tell you, Andy. It's Mayler. Mayler. I know there's Mayer. You call Maylor. her Taylor. We call it. <laughs> we call her Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Exactly. Ah. All right. You gotta emphasize the May. Mayler. So folklore, 1989, and Fearless. Uh, we're gonna listen to all three of those. And then maybe you said you wanted to do another bonus episode for that. Yeah, we could we, just to talk about her. Okay. For, listen, if we're doing Maylor, let's talk about let's you know, she has an interesting career, I think, or like the story of her career. You know, you know, Andy, I, I think that like she she had a, she had a rough go in the in the 2010s, um, especially the later she won 2010s. So many Grammys. What do you mean a rough go? I'm I'm talking about publicly, like in terms of her public perception. Ah. Especially after like the the Kanye thing, and we'll talk. More, I'd like to talk more about this. Um, you know, when if we do that special episode, um, but like a lot of people really was calling her like a snake because she wasn't, um, because like she she was kind of proven that like she she had agreed to do like the Kanye West song or whatever, um, and to have the line of like I made that bitch famous, um, but like you know. It, 2020 or 2021 in the early early of earlier this month or last month people were talking about Britney Spears and how um and also Lindsay Lohan and how the media was not kind to women well in general we're not kind to women in general we should be better at it but um women women like musicians especially uh, like Britney Spears or 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 female public figures like like Lindsay Lohan in the in the early 2000s and just how much like we would just absolutely give them shit and how much we destroyed their mental health. And Taylor was kind of a 2010s gal, but like it's, it's interesting how like she also was someone that was really just like torn up upon um, by media and by like TMZ and by, by 
you know, people like me, like I was giving her shit when I was in elementary school because that's what like I was taught to do. Like, eh, boys, we don't like Taylor Swift because that's a lady record, you know? Sure. Um, same, same thing with Twilight, you know? But like, I think that retrospectively, I think that, you know, she really put up with a lot. And I think that um, it's nice to see her, her kind of public perception kind of switching around now. It kind of sucks that it correlates with the like the like per, at least personally speaking the quality of her records which have been improving since uh reputation which i think is her worst record um but now that she has good records people like her now which is kind of shit because your art isn't representative of you even if it is about you like it it does not it does not speak on your character as a human being unless you're saying shitty things on your record um but i think that um yeah, so, like, I just, yeah, that's that's all I really want to say is that, like, you know, I think that we, we gave, we, we, I think society gave Taylor Swift a bad rap, and I'll, and I'll, I'll be guilty, I'm partially guilty of this as well, but I, I'd love to kind of do a deep dive into her career and talk more about, like, some of her accomplishments and the things that she really did do, which are, which are groundbreaking, regardless of what you think of the music, um, you know, her, 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 her presence in the industry has, has made a difference, and so, interesting yeah, stuff. I agree. I mean. My only exposure to Taylor Swift is whenever my sister would come home from college when I was in high school, is she would play one Taylor Swift record on infinite loop very loudly. So, which one was it? I one that released between 2012 and 2016. Uh, so it must have been was it 1989? Might have been I, 1989. Maybe um, I don't know. My sister didn't own a lot of CDs. Can okay. Um. Or it might have been red, actually. It might have been red. Um. Anyway. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Taylor Swift uh, has music that I have not listened to, and I'm looking forward to forming an opinion in a month and a half. You know, Andy, I know um, some of some of the pop. So, sorry, some of like the indie punk scene, and maybe you'll disagree with this. If if you do, you can cut it out. But um, I would never cut out something dumb that one of us has said, Nikki. <laughs> um, you know, I think some some folks in the indie punk scene, if I'm being honest, are kind of bitter that Taylor released Folklore um, and the fact that it got like attention because like people are finally listening to like folk music and to like what is supposed to be indie. And I think a lot of if I'm if, I, if I'm being genuine, I think a lot of indie gatekeepers are were really pissed at her. Um, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, honest. Nikki. Like, Nikki, if there's one thing indie music fans like to do, it's gatekeep. It's so fucking sure. annoying. It's like, I mean, yeah. Well, I'm honest. Well, honestly, like a lot of the uh, um the, the 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 music from that quote unquote like indie folk punk scene is like cis straight white men, you know, and like that's kind of the demographic it, it it comes from, you know, and that it appeals to. But I think it's so interesting how like. Taylor Swift did something really cool on that record, and we'll talk more about it when we listen to it. Um, but before, like, but before you even get an opinion of it, Andy, like, she introduced an entire genre of music to, like, pop top forty listeners. You know, yeah. now Nikki, uh, some people don't like that though, and that's not my opinion. I don't. I, for one, love when the artists I like get popular. But that's what I'm saying is that like, I, I think that even still, like there is a discussion around like, Oh, like 
they can't get too popular because then they're not cool anymore or that their music isn't good anymore or that it I mean, is less listen, legitimate. We've talked about U2 on this podcast <laughs> and how they had probably that same problem. And we talked about it earlier this very episode with Gene Simmons and yeah. uh, fucking Adam Levine. Like Taylor Swift, to what I can understand, is still relevant in making music as opposed to all the other sour fucks who... Schmucks. They're not important anymore. Taylor Swift is still making good music and actively participating in music. Yeah. And has a fan base, more importantly. No one gives a fuck about Gene Simmons or Adam Levine anymore. Yes. Uh, if I can ask, how does that, how does that relate to the, to the indie gatekeeper? It's just to I'm say to that, like, dots. Taylor Swift is still relevant, and she can use that relevancy to change music. Okay. When people are left alone in their own little world that isn't mainstream and then it gets some mainstream attention they're not going to be happy cuz it's going to be different but do you think that's justified though no, do you think that's justified it, I, mean, I think it's half ju- you can make an argument for either way cuz like like i can understand like a big like a mainstream top 40 artist like taylor swift coming into the indie scene and like quote unquote cosplaying as indie even though i think that well, Nikki, hold on. The, the, if you look at like the credits for that album, Nikki, obviously, obviously, it was made to be indie. You know, it was. It's not an independent record. Obviously, like I'm not, and I'm not contesting that. And I know that the album was designed, like literally manufactured, so that it sounds folk and that it sounds like in, like it sounds like lo-fi in some ways. But like that doesn't mean. But that's not like that's not really where my stance is. Like, I, like, I, like, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I, I think that regardless, I don't think that that, I, I don't think that the, that the way that the album was created negates the quality of the record or its legitimacy within the genre or the, or the area, um, the aesthetic of indie, of folk, uh, even of punk, you know, like, I don't think that I, 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 and I think that people who do make that argument, I think are not I, I think that they're 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 just bitter that like her, their genre is getting attention from someone that they consider an outsider which on one hand again I understand but I think that you have to look at the pros more than the cons because there are so many I think there are way more listeners of folk music of indie music now because of Taylor Swift's contributions I think that younger listeners are going to be more invested and I think we're going to see more uh, I think we're going to see, a, and it might not be dramatic, but I think there will be an increase of, like, folk and of indie and of acoustic listening um, in the mainstream. Like, I, even, like, uh, like, honestly, like, I think more people are going to be inching towards artists like Phoebe Bridgers because they listen to folklore and because they're familiar with Taylor Swift, with pop music. But now that they're introduced to this type of sound, they're going to be listening to other music like Phoebe Bridgers, um, like Adrienne Lenker, like Big Thief. Uh, and they're going to say like, oh, like this is actually kind of good. Um, the, like, and they'll invest more time into it. You know, like it's not going to, I don't think we'll see statistics on this, but I just, I, this is my theory is that like, I think that there's going to be more interest in this type of music. Yeah. I mean, we're going a long, long time for this, and I'm going. I'm having a great time. Why we should talk yeah, about it? I'm Keep it all in, damn it! No, no. Cut out the uh, Grammy talk. That, that wasn't. That wasn't good. Hey, no. Uh, but we're. This is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this, and this will be the end of it, and then we'll transition. Okay. Okay. We talked about this a lot last summer, where I was like, you know, I don't think there. Are, I don't see a lot of diversity in modern yeah. punk music. I remember and you talking yeah. to me about that, and then I was like, 
And then I, you know, checked myself and it was just like, oh no, I'm just not finding it. And a lot of it just doesn't float to the top. I think there's been a big movement the past year to get more queer POC people to the forefront. Mm. And I think it's a positive thing. And I think it's a lot of good music has kind of floated to the top because of that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is all to say the, the I think gatekeeping is kind of lame <laughs> and people are going to do it to feel validated and like an expert. And that sucks. And it's always going to be around. And I think you just kind of have to, you have to call it out because if it stays ignored for too long, it's going to become some bullshit. That's an actual problem. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, just everything, take everything with a grain of salt, Yeah. you know, and make your own opinions about these things. Regardless, that's the Grammys of 2021. <laughs> and Taylor Swift talk. Yes. Uh, Nikki. Yes. What are we listening to for the first episode of season two oh, next week? Yes, I decided this while uh, drinking a significant amount of White Claw. I want to, to start off season two, Andy. I, I want to announce this. Right, let me get the list. Um, the button down mind strikes back, baby. No! Here it comes. <laughs> um. Sorry, let's let's start. I, I searched Grammy Album of the Year, Award Album of the Year, and the and the first result that pops up, like they have that you know that picture by the side. The first, like the primary picture is of Adele, which I think it is what funny. it used to be. Billie Eilish when we started this, like 10 oh really? Years ago. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Andy, I want to start. Uh, I want to start uh, our season two off with the first Grammy that has ever won. Oh, album no. of the year. The first album that's won Grammy of the year. 1959, The Music from Peter Gunn by Harry Mancini. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I, it, I, it spoke to me, and so I want to give it a shot. It's jazz, allegedly. Um, Peter Gunn was, oh, it was a TV series. I guess it was a TV series. Um, I, don't, I don't know anything about this, but it also is in the Library of Congress. Um, it was added in 2010. Um, it's only 40 minutes, and it's 39 minutes and change, so I think we'll have a good time with it. Um, I think we're both unfamiliar with this type of music, so I think we'll have, we'll have either a lot to say or nothing at all. All right. So let's check it out, huh? Well, as always, that's our show, gang. Thank you for listening, if you've made it this far. Uh, Nikki, do you have anything you want to say or plug or do? Um, I love you. All right. <laughs> Give the Grammys a Grammy. <laughs> bye bye. Play that ah! bonus music. Play bonus episode music.